0: yo hello hi dina
1: how are you i'm really good how are you today i'm good it's getting hot in arizona
0: uh what is what is the temperature today i
1: think it was like 112 when i was driving over here my friend Uh, yeah it's about uh, that time of year where we're a little things are heating up
0: it's gross time to go on vacation it is (laughs) it is time to go on vacation i wanna i wanna hold on let me get to my comments yes thank you sir Uh, Tell us what temperature it is in your town, wherever you're joining us from in the United States. Maybe you're not even in the United States. We've got listeners in India. We've got listeners in Israel. We have listeners in South Africa. But if you are in the mainland United States, tell me what temperature it is. Thank you, Bobby. Tell tell us where you're from. Tell us where you're from. I just want to get a quick, do a quick roll call. Roll call, see where see where people's at. Oof, Texas. Well,
1: well, well, Texas. that seems, seems to be
0: um, a popular place today.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Washington state. Hello, Tracy. Hello, Prashanti from California. Nice to meet you. Jorge's in Cali. What's up, Jorge? Jose's in Sacktown.
1: 98
0: degrees. Oh. Uh, oh, it's a thousand degrees in Texas right now, <laughs> so it says uh, um, Gigi May says, hello from South Jersey. What's up? April said it's hot AF and awesome. We got a lot of Texans we with do. us today. Dang, well, you guys are in for a treat because we have a very, very special guest who is coming to us from a Fidelity National Title office in Texas, just so happens to be in McKinney, Texas. Giddy up giddy up how long have you known leanne for
1: well this is our first time officially meeting
0: Ooh, i'm excited yeah so, so, so y'all don't have any like inside jokes or things that i'm gonna need not to be yet aware of no today. we're
1: gonna maybe we'll find some today
0: awesome well, happy. What is it today? Thursday to everyone. Title Talk Thursday. Title Talk Thursday. Yes, I'm. I'm always happy to be around you, Dina. You,
1: I, I'm happy to be around you too, my friend.
0: The market is the same as the temperature. Hot, 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 hot. hot, hot. Even though we have what is it, six and a half percent interest rates, I can't keep houses in inventory. It is just bananas right now.
1: The dispo side is pretty simple.
0: It, it's like <laughs> it's like you. If you have a house, you have a buyer. Yep. Uh, are you guys experiencing just an uptick in volume and files right now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, things haven't slowed down. June is typically that month where people, you know, we peak. Yeah. But we're just going to put it out in the universe that it's just going to continue.
0: I think I think we're, we're really in for some interesting developments through the summer. I don't think we're going to have a big summer slowdown as we were no, maybe I don't hoping either. or anticipating happening. It's not going to happen. It's going to get busier and busier and busier. And I think this... I think the reality of people keeping their homes that have two to four percent mortgages is becoming it's, it's becoming an, an, a national phenomenon. like I, I think that people are just holding onto to their properties and they don't intend to sell them at all. And so that has just removed a lot of inventory from and it's what's, it's, I think it's what's propped up the real estate market. And and I and I don't believe that that's going to change. Do you have any other indicators that you've heard of that are creating this?
1: I mean, the, our our sales price here, you know, it just continues to be very stable. And we, right. I mean, we're we're talking what it's almost doubled in the last two years. Right. Um, right. Depending on where you are, so we don't see that stopping anytime soon.
0: Well, another market that's a lot like that. And I think, you know, if you're talking about hot markets where there's just a ton of opportunity, a ton of deals being done, uh, just a plethora of buyers, Texas is, in my opinion, one of the most, uh, like sought after states for investors, for yes. people to move. Uh, it's just, it's crazy what's going on there. Wild, right now.
1: wild west. It's
0: the wild, wild west.
1: Do you know I lived there? You did? Yeah. What part? Uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. I went to TCU. Wow. Yeah. Horn frogs. That's,
0: that's that's pretty great.
1: Fun fact. He just learned something new about me today, guys. I
0: did. I I, I did not. I didn't think that you had gone to, um, Texas for college. I would have said ASU. You seem like an ASU girl.
1: I did end up going to ASU too. I was homesick. Missed my mom. By the way, my mom's watching. So we can't. yeah, let's not do anything. So no custom today.
0: Well, let's <laughs> let's get to it because I'm really interested to talk to Leanne. Uh, I know she's probably got a ton of insights to share with us on what's been happening in the real estate market in Texas. So without further ado. Uh, Actually, why don't you read her bio before we bring on? Yeah,
1: so let's uh, bring on Leanne Harden. She has been with Fidelity about three and a half years. She got started in title and escrow um, by being a receptionist at a legal firm and basically worked her way up through the ranks. And uh, she's been promoted through many different positions. She is a boy mom. She's got two sons and uh, happily married. And I think I think she might be a Frenchie mama too. Oh, nice. I know. Well, let's bring her on. Leanne
0: Hardin, nice to meet you.
2: Hello. Hello. How are y'all?
0: Incredible. How are you? Nice to meet you.
2: Good. I would like to say it is hot AF here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's the temperature right now where you're at?
2: You know, in this business, we don't get to go outside of the office much. So, um, Earlier, I just know it was extremely hot in the morning time. So I can only imagine what it is now.
0: Are you, would you say that the real estate market is as hot as the temperature out there or on oh, par? It's hotter. It's hotter. <laughs> That's what I've been hearing too. It's, it's, yeah, been no, it's crazy. great.
2: It's really good. It's doing well. Um, we've seen a, a definite uptick in the business. Um, the last few months have really taken off. Um, it's been good. It's been really good.
0: Well, Leanne, I want to let people know who you are. We just gave you a little brief introduction there, but if you could uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into title and escrow, anything, you know, uh, interesting specifically that you'd like us to know, uh, and then we can start hammering you with questions.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. So I think I, I actually started in a very um, maybe non-traditional way. I was bartending back in my younger years, and um, you know, I just thought I've got to do something else. I want to get, this is like, you know, like one of those dead end jobs. I mean, it was fun and all that when you're young, but um, I was looking for something more. So um, I started looking through like monster.com and, and just looking at different um, avenues. And I went on some interviews, got Accept, got job offers and turned them down. I wasn't, wasn't a fit. And then I got an offer at this fee attorney office for a title company. And I was like, man, I always thought about being in real estate. Let's do it. And it was totally my thing. I mean, it, it was like a match made in heaven. You know, I mean, it's never changed. It's, it's an ever changing business. Nothing's ever the same. I've been doing this for like 12 years now. And I think I learned something new every day. I mean, this is not a boring job by any means. I mean, you can't even put that in the boring category. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the rest was history. I just started as a receptionist, worked my way up and I just can't imagine doing anything else unless I was just vacationing for a living or something.
1: Well, you know, we can tell, we can see your passion in how you just described, you know, your love for the business. So that is super, super fun. Tell us a little bit about what's happening in your market, Leanne.
2: Um, it, I mean, you know, let's back all the way up to like when COVID happened. I mean, there was a couple weeks where it was a little scary. I mean, we thought, oh my gosh, what happened to the business? Contracts are canceling, people are losing their jobs, what's going on. And, um, for us, I mean, th- that's our business and I mean, title, you know, so it was a little scary and then it, it just shifts. I mean, people losing their jobs and they got to sell their house. I mean, so it was just, um, it went from there and then the refin I mean, like what, 2020, 2020- 21, maybe the refinances were just insane. The rates were amazing. Um, It's kind of tapered off with the rates going up a little bit. But when you look at it in a whole, I mean, think about, you know, I have like older agents that come in here and they're like, honey, these rates were like 18% when I bought my first house. So, I mean, rates are still good. I mean, they're, they're not 2%, but I mean, they're still they are still good, and so um, now that it's summertime, I've had a lot of agents telling me that they have, you know, they they're seeing multiple offers again, and it's not just inventory sitting on the market; it's it's moving. So um, it's good. It's, it's good in Texas.
1: Everything's good
0: in Texas, right? Yeah, Bigger
2: too. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, uh, I I'm I'm hearing that is you know we've got i've got a how's your team yeah how's your team doing in texas killing it out there and you know our franchises are doing really well out there as well so you know from my understanding texas is just one of those markets where you've just if you watch the migration patterns of in the united states you're seeing so much so much migration into texas and then on top of that the industry out there there's just so many head offices that are moving to texas so there's a so much job opportunity the, the cost of living is incredibly low you've got you actually have space to live i mean if you look at properties in texas you 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 have decent sized lots yeah. and decent sized homes yeah. and and it's you know it it's like good old fashioned family values and i think people they look at texas and they and it's almost like a romantic Hey, let's just, let's go back to, let's go back to the way it was a little bit. You know, like we've got, we, you got these, you got these beautiful homes with all this character and not a lot of cookie cutter stuff like you've got in Phoenix. Things are green. Things are green. You know, you got a lot of greenery. You got buckies. I mean, it's. <laughs> you got Billy Bob. Yes. Yes. And yeah. then it, enough, enough barbecue to, I mean, feed me.
2: <laughs> we, got we got a, down enough, have a lot it. of
0: barbecue. I I mean I'll give you I'll I'll give you a pass on the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I, didn't think I knew that
2: was gonna but come. But either only we get a, or hate.
1: Yeah, we get a pass on the Cardinals sometimes too. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. I mean, you know, the Cowboys aren't aren't terrible, but they're also, you know, they, they, we shouldn't talk. They're
1: about They're America's that. team. <laughs> they,
0: well, they they are. They, they have
1: cute outfits.
0: They all cute have outfits, cute outfits right. <laughs> They all have cute outfits, and you can't you can't say an outfit is cute when you're only staring at the bums, Dina. Yes, I can. <laughs> so, so, you know, this our our audience is primarily investors, and that's focusing on wholesale, creative, and buy and hold. And I understand it's a completely different world when you're talking about investment, especially in the title and escrow world. So. I I'd like to open up with just wondering are there any nuances or any specifics about doing wholesale deals in Texas or doing creative finance deals I I I hear often that you know people have to do um some creative deals differently using a, a land contracts versus um you know other types of creative instruments and so uh, I'd love to pick your brain a little bit about the investment space there and, and what you're seeing in terms of file volume in the different wholesale, creative and rental space.
2: Yeah. So first, I'd like to say I love my investors. I mean, they're my they're through thick and thin market good market bad. They're there. So um And, you know, I work with some of your guys here in DFW and recently Austin, and I just want to say your team has it going on. They, they are great. I mean, you have your investors (laughs) you love working with and you have your ones that are like, man, come on, get it together. Um, But your, your guys, they they got it going on. So anyway, um, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's, I mean, it could go, it could, it could really.
1: Ooh. Uh oh.
0: Oh, her internet cut off. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, she'll well, be it's back. That hot. It's that. It's hot. that hot. Did they lose she, power?
0: She maybe could have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're in Texas right now, did you lose power? Let us know if um if Texas just you know burnt down.
1: Like a heat blackout or something. Heat blackout, rolling something?
0: back out blackouts. I'm sure we'll get her back here. Yeah. Um, while we're while we're waiting for her i I completely agree with her. My team does have it going on, and um it's 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 very uh it's evident to me that right now no, it's just her, so no, everything else is fine. Thank you guys for letting us know and maybe just send her a text yeah. and see what's see if she's gonna be able to make it back or yeah. if she needs some time to charge up so if you are doing any wholesale deals or creative finance deals in Texas, I would love for you to uh leave me a note in the chat also guys. Um, something that's really interesting here is I'd love, 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 love to have um, to share with you guys some data on the Texas market. And so if you're interested in learning about or seeing some data in the Texas market, we have Leanne back. Um, do me a favor and put a T in the chat. Put a T in the chat if you're interested in receiving some data on the Texas some of the Texas real estate markets. Hi Leanne, we lost you. Sorry,
2: technology. It's a love-hate relationship. (laughs) All
0: good. All good. So you were were just about to tell us about some of the investment uh, files that you've been working on.
2: Yeah. So a lot of times I'll have investors come over and they will, you know, they'll be like, Hey, do I need to put and or assigns on the contract? I think that's going to be a deal breaker for a lot of the, you know, guys that I'm working with. And you don't have to in Texas. I mean, that a lot, I, I don't know if it, other states you have to, but no, it's not required. Contracts in Texas are assignable unless it specifically says in the contract that it's not. So, so they're assumed, like Yeah, they're just assumed
1: that they can be assigned. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm not sure where yeah. that kind of happened, like where that came from, but they're assignable in Texas unless, I know in the commercial contract, there's a box that can be checked whether it's assignable or not, but one to fours, they, I mean, land, they can be assigned without the seller's consent. So that's, it's not necessary to put and or assigns on there. Um, Another thing I see is like assignment fees. Um, There's a lot of, I guess, title companies or underwriters that don't want to do like blind HUDs, for instance, that, I mean, you just need to talk to your title company, tell them what you want and what you don't want. And can you do it? I mean, it, it's definitely doable. You just got to find the right title company, the right underwriter. Um, I've seen them say that there's caps on assignment fees. What? Why would there be a cap on assignment fees? You right. Know? We, isn't um,
0: this America? Yeah. <laughs> well, is
2: there a cap on how much money you can make? No. no I mean, not
0: in America.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. So I, you know, I've watched a few of your podcasts and I think like honesty and communication like when i have an investor come to me and they're like hey i'm super new in the business help me like i'm 100 willing like the honesty there and versus i mean if you just come to me with a deal we're rocking and rolling i think you know what you're doing i assume you know like i don't know that you're new unless you tell me but it's a partnership like let's let's figure it out together
0: let's let's open that up because i've got a lot of people that are getting started but you know they're learning from uh, they're learning from ethical people, right? And so, our what we always do is is we really want people to do good business, and 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 that that will translate into the types of relationships that they create. And so, of course, uh, the reason why we would we would want them to work with you is because we have a phenomenal relationship with Fidelity. We absolutely know that you guys are the best in the industry when it comes to title and escrow, and um, would love, 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 love to be able to send you guys a ton of files. Um send so I've got I've got, I don't know, we probably have 40 or 50 people looking for information on Texas in the chat. Yeah, we so, see lots of Ts. Lots of T's in the chat. So here's what I'm gonna do. If you wanted that information on Texas, this is the, here's how I'm gonna get it to you. Okay. There's um we're gonna email Leanne, right? Yeah, and, I, and then I'm gonna send you that file and you can yep. get it to let it Absolutely. Do, okay. So if you want if you want the data, if you want the quarterly data uh for how real estate's been affected in Texas. We will send it to you, but you have to email and you have to do business with Leanne Hardin from Fidelity National Title and her email address is in the chat. Bobby, if you would put it up on the screen, it's right there. Leanne.hardin at FNF.com. We're going to send you a file, Leanne, and you can respond to anybody who wants to do business with you with that information so guys please don't do don't waste your time do business with leanne bring let her show you how incredible the title company is and how much work they can they can do for you and how many relationships they can open o- open up for you but it's a rest it's a reciprocal thing right so let's bring business and then let's create new business that's the way that we do this cool um yeah.
1: Awesome. I love it. So for those of y'all that are doing business in Texas, who's doing agent outreach? I want to know. Yes, who's doing Who
0: agent outreach. Is- so Leanne, agent outreach is a is a lead generation methodology that I teach primarily, which is creating relationships with real estate agents in and you know for these distressed types of situations or distressed types of properties so that I can become the cash solution for that agent. And what it does is it allows realtors to level up their playing field to the iBuyer. Because let's just say, for instance, an agent's out on a listing appointment and the house is not financeable. It's in terrible condition and it needs a cash offer. Well, if this agent doesn't have a cash buyer in her pocket or his pocket that that they can send the address to and get a cash offer from, that person or that that potential client goes right to Open Door offer pad. And so I, I, I teach real estate agents to level themselves up to really provide their potential clients a whole range of selling solutions and knowing that sometimes one out of every 10 will choose a convenience fast solution just like uh, many of us who trade our cars in instead of selling them ourselves on craigslist we we forego uh, a little bit of money for peace of mind and for speed and convenience it's just how things right. go
2: makes sense
0: it does, and so um, I, I, you know, I wanted to ask you: Do you do you know if any of the folks that you work with are, are doing agent outreach, or what are the primary ways that people are finding their wholesale deals out there?
2: You know, I see that from your from from your team, um, but you know, I I think some probably most of the investors I work with spend too much money on mailing flyers and um, marketing tactics that way. Honestly. Um, Do you you
0: ever hear from them how much they pay, like what's the average cost per deal? Too much. It is. It is. It's over $10,000 in the United States. And to think about that, like the average assignment fee in the the United States is 15K. And so if the average assignment fee is 15K and the average cost per contract is 10K, that means that the average gross profit is 5,000. Now, if you've got to pay an acquisition rep who signed Mm -hmm. the deal up for you, if you have to pay a disposition Mm -hmm. rep who sold the deal for you, if you have to pay for your overhead like office space, uh, you know, all of that goes in. How much money can you possibly make? I mean, it, it could be a losing situation or scenario altogether. And that's why I'm this is why I teach people how to find opportunities without spending a ton of money, especially in my new book that I've published at Bigger Pockets, biggerpockets.com slash wholesale book. I've written the book on how to wholesale real estate. It just got published today, actually. That's why I'm Wow,
2: congrats.
1: And he this is the book he got me and he's gonna sign it for me before I leave tonight.
0: <laughs> I'm, I, what should I write to Dina, guys? If uh, <laughs> I want, I want to crowdsource uh, the, what dedication I'm going to give to Dina in here. So, if you have an idea for what I should, what I should say to Dina in the book, uh, write it in the write it in the chat. <laughs> uh oh,
1: that could get a little hairy. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll,
0: we'll see how professional my audience is. So, uh, <laughs> so,
1: for those of you guys that are doing agent outreach in either Texas or Arizona, let us know um, in the chat because we also have data around that to help you with.
0: Oh, phenomenal phenomenal mm-hmm. and um great so we'll, we'll help you guys out with that data as well wow we're just giving stuff away I, all day today i mean we just started so <laughs> we did so uh let's keep it going is there anything in title and escrow that you just absolutely adore like get, you wake up in the morning you're like i can't wait to work on that title report like what, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh i'm just so excited to write this lenders policy no, tell, like what kind of things like get you up and super excited about your job
2: you know, I mean, I am a people person. So I think just talk, I mean, this is not a cookie cutter business. I mean, we, every, every single closing, every single seller, I mean, it's so diversified. There's, I just, I just like talking to, different people from different walks of life. And, you know, I mean, I'll go into a closing Mandy, my assistant, who I wish could be on here with you guys. um, She, I mean, I'll hear her having a full blown conversation, like talking about marriage children in the other room. And, you know, she's the same way I am. We just like talking to people and getting to know them and where they're from and their story, you know? So I think that's probably the, the best part of it for me.
1: Like watching somebody on their journey too.
2: Yeah. My son has this perception that I sit at a desk all day and just type on the computer, but closings. And I mean, it's so much more than that. You know, I mean, I am constantly interacting and communicating with people. So that's probably the favorite part, my, my favorite part of it.
0: I I agree. I mean, I, I think the people, I think the people it's that you get to people. meet and hang out with yeah. and talk to, and you learn so much about different folks, just, you know, how they earn money, how they live, where they vacation, exactly. what they really like, you know, what they eat for lunch. I mean, just, I know it's like, it's, it's, it's minor details sometimes, but really just getting to know little details about people. It's interesting to me, you know, like Leanne, what did you have for lunch today?
2: Um, some Chick-fil-A.
0: Ah, I, love really, I love chick-fil-a i love chick-fil-a do you have chick-fil-a <laughs> sauce in your fridge at home
2: um oh you know what i almost i just had a chick-fil-a sauce on my desk actually but i do have sauce in my refrigerator at home
0: love it now we can be <laughs> friends by the way you and i you and i can be friends so um we're gonna keep it going there because i'd love to i'd love to find out from you uh, a little bit about um the things that drive you crazy
1: yeah so what, uh, tu- what turns you off girl uh, lack of communication. Um, mm.
2: There's nothing worse than getting a deal and then crickets. I mean, or or it coming over and, and no seller information. Like, how am I... Su- I think there's this perception that we as the title company have this crystal ball in our office that we can just go to and get anything we need to know. But it's not true. It's not true. So um, I think just communication, lack of communication. And um, there's nothing worse than like getting a contract over and there being no information on the contract or in the email, like how to even contact these people. It seems like a no brainer, but it's, it's surprised. I mean, I and mean, you'd be surprised how many people send over deals with no contact information.
0: Well, what's the craziest thing you've ever done to track a seller down?
2: Man, you know, <laughs> I'm good. I, w- I truly wish Mandy was here. She is my investigator. I'm talking, we have Ancestry.com accounts. We um, have created PublicData.com accounts. We'll go to some of our attorney friends and ask them to use their... Um, TLO? Yes. Uh, man, we go Facebook stalking. We have, I mean, I have Facebook stalk just to get like HOA. Information these small HOAs, they are just ridiculous. So, um, yeah, we've we've done some crazy, crazy stuff. I've done a few drive
1: bys.
2: Um, Ooh, just, yeah, I, she brings up really the, the, the safest route, but I've done it. she said
0: that. She said that like, I've done some drive bys,
2: <laughs> I've done some drive bys <laughs> just see if someone was
1: still early there. I feel like Leanne drives a big truck. What do you think?
0: I Honestly, yeah. I, I, my guess is she drives a souped-up BMW X6.
1: <laughs> Are we both totally wrong?
2: I drive a Yukon Denali.
0: I mean, it's in because the, it, in between. it can
2: it's tow. In between.
0: It's in between. Because what? it
2: can what tow? tow.
0: What do you tow? Whoa, um, probably. Well,
2: right? we like to do a lot of outdoor activities. So we have side-by-sides and four-wheelers and... Um, we have a deer lease and we like to go mudding and
0: wait, so wait what, what's deer lease? Hold on, no, what's mudding?
2: <laughs> it's like an ATV park. So there's um that's <laughs> it's so funny you guys don't know what that is. Um so you take like there's like thousands of people and you take your ATVs and it's it's you know, you just drink a lot of beer and have what a good time.
1: Where? To mudding.
2: Not this, not this shirt.
0: Wait, not not that shirt. No, no not wearing, this shirt. Wearing mud clothes. You wear yeah. mud clothes. Could waiters. Do Y'all
2: know what waiters are? Mm-mm. It's not gonna work.
0: Waiters are like a rubber pants, right?
2: You're gonna get sunk and stuck. Sunk and stuck. Don't are, wear are, these. Are waiters right. rubber pants? Um, they have rubber boots attached to them.
0: So it's a rubber outfit.
2: It's a rubber outfit. Yeah. Wow. Waterproof. Things rubber. I do have in my
1: wardrobe.
0: Are you a hunter?
2: Um, I've learned to become a hunter. My husband likes to hunt. I like to sit in the deer lease and drink.
0: Nice.
1: What's a deer lease?
2: Um, it is a lot of land that we lease that we go hunt on, that he spends way too much money on feeding the deer so we can kill them. Makes a lot of sense, right?
0: <coughs> yeah. I mean, listen, you, it's like it's start to finish, right? You, you're, yeah. you raise them, you feed them, you send them yeah. off to college, and then, you know, you you, you take their life. Yeah. It's, just it's a, a good time center. out there.
2: There's no cell phone service. The kids have a great time. It's a good disconnect.
0: Awesome.
1: Okay, so she brought up a good point. Um, no seller contact information. So I got one for you, recent No seller contact information, refuse to give us seller contact information. They won't put us in touch with the sellers. The contract has no purchase price, no earnest money, and they're asking us to close.
0: It's not possible. It's not possible.
2: You mean you should be ready to close by now? (laughs)
0: Yeah. And so then what do you do? I mean, that
1: particular one, we just, we tried to reach the seller directly and tried to have them put us in touch with the seller so we can verify that they're actually trying to sell their house. Because in this particular side, there was a very large upside based on what the seller owed and what um, was going to be the net proceeds to the investor buyer. And uh, ultimately we had to decline the transaction. Um, yeah. Because we it's just not insurable if we can't verify that the seller is actually agreeing to sell their house.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, all kinds of craziness. We last week we we had chatted about you know some interesting interesting shenanigans that have been happening in some of the title you know in some of the title offices with just the way the market's going right now and and so I'm, it doesn't surprise me that you guys would reject that deal, especially considering you can't get a hold of the seller. I mean, you know, there's people. I had I had a uh, Tabitha, my one of my astro flipping community members out in Las Vegas. She was in a deal just recently, and a real estate agent emailed her and said, "I'm so sorry, we're going to have to cancel this contract." Unfortunately, what happened is the husband of the uh, the man who you signed, who who did the deal with you, he actually hired an impersonator to for his wife to come in and sign the contract. Unfortunately, oh, wow. she's a missing person, <gasps> and so. Uh, he just confessed to having hired an impersonator. And so it's not even a valid contract. So we're, there's nothing we can do. And she's just like, what do you do in that, in that instance? And I'm like, well, I think you should need to change your phone number. <laughs> That's what I think you need <laughs> to do.
2: Never boring. Something new every
1: time.
0: <laughs> Something boring every time is real estate, right? Like here's yeah. the thing. Uh, crazy and non-crazy people have to live in the home.
1: We all got to live somewhere.
0: We all got to live in, yeah. we all got to live somewhere. Right. So, Um, well, she asked you what turned you off. I am I'm interested in, you know, what about a client makes you tick? What, what, what do you, what turns you on with a client? What kind of things do you like about the way that they operate? How does somebody make you, how does somebody become your favorite client?
2: You know, I think it goes back to the honesty, like just being real and you're human. I'm a human. Um, I feel like so many, investors and agents that I work with think they have to put on this like persona of, um, stereotypical, I'm an agent, I'm an investor. This is how it's going to go versus just being real and being who you are. I mean, that's I feel like, that's the best way to connect with someone. And, um, I mean, have a great transaction all around.
0: So just like honesty, transparency, if you're having trouble, tell me, let me help you. Like maybe I've
2: been through this, seen it. You have, I mean, yeah. Teamwork.
0: I love that. It's, it's, I think it's just a, it's a symptom of our, our, um, you know, our world today and that everybody thinks they've got to be more than what they really are. And, and I, 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 it's, I, you know, of course, social media has a lot to do with that, uh, but, you know, in general insecurities and just the fact that, uh, you know, life is getting harder. And, and and even though we have so much, so much connectivity and so much information at us, it's just tough. It's it, you're, you're being bombarded with with too much information these days, yeah. right? And so it makes people ang- anxious, and it just causes folks to act and do some,
2: you don't always have to have the answers, you know, sometimes no. it goes a long way just saying, I don't know, how, do you? Look, can we figure it out? You know,
1: yeah, I always feel like you don't have to be the source. You just can be the source of the source because
2: absolutely somebody
1: in your world probably does know the answer if you yeah. just ask the right questions and ask the right people. Exactly. So, Leanne, you cover all of the Dallas-Fort Worth area and all the way up through Austin, right? Or can you do any deal in Texas? Give us a Leanne. Can a do on that.
2: any deal in Texas um, during the refinance boom. I was even do I was even doing nationwide um, refinances. So, um, no, like purchase sale transactions, but refinances, but yes, we can do any county in the state of Texas.
1: Okay. Awesome. Cause we got a couple people in the chat where they were asking about where, uh, where and who, and what do you cover? So that's fabulous. Gosh. What about a ghost story? Do you have anything that like kept you up at night that was just like gave you the creeps on a file or with a relationship of some sort? Well, I will say. I dream about files.
2: I dream about files probably <laughs> more than nightmares. I mean, I, I've literally lost LOT, lost sleep over them. Like I go to bed thinking about it, wake up thinking about it. I'm like texting Mandy in the middle of the night, like, "Hey, what do you think about?" You know, I mean, just <laughs> random. I mean, I, we're crazy. These t- us title folks <laughs> are real crazy. Um, but you know honestly I think the best story and it's not even mine but it is a very close investor friend of mine um, that it actually ended up being on i think his story was on like 2020 or something oh, wow. i mean it was it was a good deal so he it was before he worked with me and we've been working together for several years um he bought this house and this is a perfect example of why a title company should never allow a seller to fax in or email in their ID because they forgot it. Um, so he went, he, he found this deal. He contracted it, went through the whole process. He's already closed on it and he is under doing construction on the property. His people come in and there's like this flower box type um, thing in the back that kind of just has a bunch of cement in it. And so he's yeah. like, they're like, what do you want to do with this? He's like, let's bust it up, get rid of it they start busting it up and there's a crazy smell like it is a terrible stench and they found a body in there.
1: And Wait, so they like, in like a like, pound of cement, like
2: in, in, the the cement, box? in this, like, flower box. So, of course, they call the police. Long story short, the guy, it was like his lover that had actually closed on the house, killed him, put him in the flower box, cemented him in there and faked like took his id put his own picture on it and then forgot his id at closing and sent it into the title company and they accepted it so it was a claim on the title company
0: whoa every
2: time someone tells me they forgot their id i think of that story i'm like sorry you're gonna have to go get it
0: <laughs> well, wait so hold on a second so so they they came in together and signed right
2: well though the guy came in to get came in to sign he came into the title company he and signed into the
0: title company and signed but then, but had forgotten his ID? Yeah,
2: he was like, oh my We're gosh, a fake forgot guy my ID. Or
0: somebody else? Do what? Was it a fake guy? Was it somebody else who came in and signed? How it long is it? Lo- long- it was his lover. But how long had he been dead?
2: Um, I'm not sure how long they determined um, how long he was dead for, but it had been, a f- I know it had been a few months, not years, but just months. Dang. So then yeah. they
1: closed on the house Nobody and then they buried the body in, in the new house? house.
2: They what?
0: No, they buried the body in the in the house they left. I mean, he should, yeah. should have taken the evidence. They buried with them.
2: him in the backyard in like this flower box of cement. Hey. I'm going to send you the link. It's on, I think it's 2020. I should have.
0: Oh, I, yeah. I need to hear this. It's story. good.
2: Of course, I, immediately, the first time he ever told me this, Mandy and I both went and watched it. It was, it's, it's crazy. It was wow. just in Arlington, Texas, too. Yeah, Arlington wow. area.
0: Yes, there's a lot of people are just like. I'm glad I
2: wasn't that title company.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm really glad he wasn't either. So I mean, uh,
1: the, the the I mean, to, to go through killing the person, burying them, putting them in concrete, and taking the ID and faxing it to the title company. I mean, that's kind of nuts.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's people go
1: through some to some links, to, <laughs> links to. I mean, must have been a big uh, fight, must have been a bad fight.
0: I mean, it could have been,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. A a fight over. Maybe over bad
2: barbecue, (laughs) over
0: bad barbecue.
2: Definitely bad barbecue.
0: Is there any such thing though?
2: Not in Texas,
0: not in Texas. No. Well, now that we know your ghost story, I want to kind of get into the, the technicalities and some of the things that people need to look out for and title When they're doing you know a deal in the trek contract or you know maybe even just um the standard rules of of conveyance there in in texas so uh, are there any traps are there any things that people need to be aware of on i know you know texas is one of those states that has an option period meaning um Mm -hmm. you can um, it's almost like you put a certain amount of money down to buy due diligence time on a contract right and so for me i think that's that's a very interesting and different thing that happens in texas over other places um anything else that you know of or that you can tell us that people need to be aware of when they're doing business in texas
2: the hoas they're they're a beast of their own um i have a lot of um investors that will just send over like a trek contract when the property is located in an hoa and just not even include the addendum well it is in an HOA, so we do have to order a resale certificate. We do have to confirm the account status. It is, I think, the only entity, non-government entity in Texas that can foreclose on your property, and it's it's not even a government entity. So it's important for us to make sure that um, those the account status is current. They always, or I shouldn't say always, almost always charge a transfer fee any time the ownership has changed. So we need to make sure that they get their fee for that. Um, So it's important to have that addendum, I think, with the TREC contract, whether you want to or not. If it's in an HOA, we
1: need to have it because we're going to have to order a resale package.
0: That's very good. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: how long does it take to get the HOA back, I mean, in Texas?
2: So I'd say the most common turn time we see is 10 business days. Some of them are faster the smaller one, but I'd say 10 business days is the most common um, turnaround time.
0: So if you're doing a deal in Texas and there's an HOA, what would be the minimum amount of time that somebody should put on a contract for you know closing? If, if that takes 10 days, you'd probably need two weeks or more to get a deal done, right?
2: Well, I think most of them or most of them have like an option for rush. Of course, there's a fee, but we can we can get it back in one or two days. They're just going to charge
1: you a fee so it can okay. happen.
0: So you can still get a deal happen. done in a week in Texas. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. All right. What, so our audience here is pretty broad, right? We've got people that are brand new. They've never done their first deal, but they've come into a great mentorship program and, you know, they're part of the Astro community or, um, you know, Keegley and, and many other different investor groups, uh, and they've got good coaches and good support, but they haven't gotten their first deal. We've got other people that do a lot of deals. So any tips, um, that, you can share with us for, uh, our audience. Yeah, I mean,
2: you probably know, I mean, I know you're in a different state than us, but we have great business development. I mean, anytime I have investors or agents that come to me and they're just like, Hey, you know, I'm new in it. How can you help me even get started? We have amazing farming tools that our business development reps can help them with and set them up on and meet with them and show them how to use it. And I mean, it's, yeah. Just reach out and we'll get connected. So and- all,
0: all 50 of you who put T in the chat that you guys are all you guys are all doing deals in Texas. If you are not going to Leanne's office and, or and talking to her marketing people and 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 using their farming tools to find more business like you. And that's free, right? Like they don't. Absolutely. They, you guys you guys are actually going to spend money to help people do business. Money and time, money and time. They have a great
2: app that they can even like create little quick net sheets for the sellers. I mean, you know, you go meet with someone and they're like, hey, well, what am I looking at? I mean, there's a little app and it'll email it and logo it and you can put your logo on it. I mean, it's great. It's free.
1: Yeah. Our settlement um, closing app is great. And that's actually a nationwide tool, which we've never talked about on the podcast, but If you guys are interested in getting the uh, closing app that Fidelity has where you can just change counties and get an estimated breakdown of all the closing costs on any property across the country, you should email TitleTalk at FNF.com and we will get you set up with that. It won't have on there the investor rate, so they won't necessarily know if it's a company that will offer investor rates on either the title or the escrow side. But it'll still give you a breakdown of everything else. Awesome. And there's tons of marketing in there that's free too for social media and um, different ways like you can do social posts and things like that.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. So again, guys, if you want to do if you if you want the data on uh, the current quarters deal volume in texas you're going to want to email leanne.hardin and fnf.com you have to do business with her and she will share you that she will share that data with you she's also going to make an introduction to her marketing team so that you can start using their farming tools and generate more deals but guys remember this universe works, works on reciprocity. So don't be that person who just takes, takes, takes. You want to make sure that you're bringing value to fidelity and bringing business to them as well. So make sure that, um, we're scratching each other's backs. That's how it rolls. Right. So
1: absolutely um,
0: phenomenal. And then if you want information on the closing app that Dina talked about, you want to email title talk at FNF.com. Incredible. I have to ask Leanne, since you've been doing this for a little while and you've made some incredible friends that are investors and I'm sure you've seen people do some things when you're, you look at that and you're like, that was slick. Like that, that, that person knows how, like, you know, if you ever watch a crack shot, you know, you're like, man, that, that guy, that guy sure knows how to shoot a can. Um, Tell me, it was I don't know. I was just. I, thought I, I thought I was. Re- I thought we were I talking was, about shooting I deer. i thought Relating here because shooting deer, in Texas, shooting deer
2: around here.
0: Things and I thought she would. She's just <laughs> looking at me like, "What's wrong with this guy?" Um, so, yeah. Are there any tips that you can give us for uh, investors? What What's the slickest thing you've seen an investor be able to do um, that was legal, ethical, and cool?
2: You know. I mean, I hate to be like a broken record, but I think that the, it really goes back to like honesty and you know, it's not, it's kind of how, I mean, going back to like the wholesaling business, you know, the, 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 the signing part of it, a lot of investors will come to me and just be so scared that their client or that the seller knows that they have assigned the deal. So That's kind of, I mean, if we could get all the way to the closing table and they could see that there's a different name on there and and freak out and stop the transaction. But I think that honestly, the best thing, I mean, I don't care if you spin it like we have and not not to be that you're lying to them but you know i have multiple partners in this transaction and we may be assigning it to a different company i mean even just setting the foundation like that so that their expectations are set appropriately or if you have a wholesaling deal where um you know that your wholesale whoever you're assigning it to is double closing it on the back end um funding setting their expectations there i mean it may be the next day it may you know if you it's amazing at how many sellers come to closing thinking they're going to walk away with a check at that moment. And that's just not how it's going to work. So, I mean, really just setting the, the expectations appropriately, like how, however you want to spend it, r- just setting the expectations appropriately, I think is key.
1: Well, contractually, I mean, that's probably the best place to start too, right? Yeah. So you do a great job in your contracts, um, setting expectations. You want to share a tip there? Sorry. On uh, your contract tip.
0: Oh, um, I mean, I've got lots of them. But I think, you know, first and foremost, especially when you're talking about um, an assignment, I'll I'll always I I frame all of my all of the people that I I sell deals to as deal partners. Right. So I'm just I I transfer. I'm just transferring this to one of my deal partners and they're going to take it down. Of course, as investors, we have money all over the place. And sometimes we get one entity has more funds than the other, and sometimes we we bring in deal partners to help us complete our deals. And in this situation, that's exactly what we've done, and that's that's always helped. Exactly. Um, in, in addition to that, you know what I what I typically will will explain to a seller, right? Is that at the end of the day, we've agreed to a price, right? And so uh, uh, your HUD might see you might see some credits, you might see some fees, you might see some things um oftentimes people will um, get some down payment money assistance or things that they'll you'll see on the hud and and it's not really necessary it doesn't change your net amount right we've agreed that you're going to receive 110 thousand, whatever that is um and that's what you're going to get if you see other items on the on on the deal it's not pertaining to you it has more to do with my side of the transaction and that's it and that and they don't beyond that they don't really care as long as they're getting what they're supposed to get and what you guys have agreed to that That doesn't. Well, then you
2: can be on that. That's exactly what I've started doing. Just not even doing combined HUDs for my investors, whether they're assigning it or not, just doing um, blind, you know, separate side HUDs because a lot of the times their eyes will go to the other side and maybe they got a hard money loan and now they're concerned that the buyer got a loan, which means nothing to them. Right. You need to look at your bottom line, your numbers. That's what you agreed on. This side doesn't matter.
0: I 1,000% agree.
1: So what's the biggest assignment fee you've ever seen, Leanne?
2: Um, I had one not too long ago that was
0: $175,000. Eh, peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: was, okay. I was pretty impressed. I'm not okay. going to lie. If anybody in there has done an assignment fee over $175,000, drop the number in the chat for us. Yeah, let and us know. And where are
2: we going on vacation? My, my <laughs>
0: biggest one is two seventy six. Nice. That's my that's my largest assignment. My biggest my biggest wholesale flip was over a million, but my cool. my biggest assignment fee was two seventy six, and yeah. I was proud of that one. I'm like you know that was that was a little over a quarter milli.
1: Yeah, you know what was the total purchase price on that one?
0: Um, it was it was four acres of land in Chandler, Arizona. Okay. So the total purchase price, I believe, uh, was just over a million dollars. 1.1, 1. 1, and I believe we assigned at 1376.
1: I think you did pretty good on that we one, my good. friend. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. All pretty right. Let, let, let's good. do some quickie questions. Okay.
1: Because, you know, we talk about title and we make title sexy.
0: I want to know what is the last thing you Googled?
1: If I'm being honest, probably how to spell something. Go you get your fashion. phone. Go get your phone, girl. Get your phone. It's okay. Yeah, let's see it. You know what? Let me look. Let me look. What was yours? Well, she's pulling it up. Let's uh, We can all participate in this fun the, game The today. last
0: thing I Googled is.
1: Mine is probably something silly. <laughs>
2: The address to where my cruise ship is leaving on Saturday morning.
0: Oh look at that. Oh, where well, are you cruising? Here, the, 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 uh, we're going the last to the thing Bahamas. Do is, what's the world's most expensive calculator? <laughs>
1: why, do you, why do you need one of those?
2: Probably one oh. of those in high school that they made you buy.
0: That's pretty good. Uh <laughs> Dina googled. Uh, what do I need? What's everything I need to know about Airbnb's new Barbie house in Malibu? <laughs> of course, you did.
1: I think I want to have a vacation there.
0: I have a really nerdy friend who's getting married, and I wanted to find. I wanted to see if I could buy him a like a thousand dollar calculator.
2: Oh, that is funny. That's kind of sweet.
0: That yeah. is
1: sweet. Yeah. That's very That's thoughtful. thoughtful
0: gift. It is. It is, and the, so I can. I can, and I can get him a calculator. It's a Texas Instrument. It's fourteen hundred and ninety nine dollars.
1: You must be a good friend. Yes, a really good yeah, yeah. fourteen
0: hundred and ninety nine dollars for a calculator. Do
1: you think he already has it?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> Who does that? Who would buy this? This oh crazy. Me. Hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> like I like him a lot. So I will see we'll see what happens. You yeah. might
1: have to buy him a course on how to use it.
0: It comes with an instruction manual.
1: Oh it does. All yeah. right. All right.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. I would definitely need that. All
1: right. Are you a reader, Liam? Um, I do yeah. like to read. Yeah. What I are you reading read. these days? And I'm reading
2: so we have a Fidelity book club going on right now, which I've kind of I slacked a little bit on the book club because it started during one of my vacations. Um, so I had to back out a little bit. Um, but Atomic Habits. Mm. Oh,
1: that's a great book. Yeah. That's the second Fidelity operation that we've talked to on Title Talk that has a Fidelity book club. Yeah.
0: Atomic Habits is a phenomenal yes, book. Yes, it
1: is.
2: Yeah. Yes. It makes you like really think about like just your processes and how Making simple changes can affect. I mean, it's it, it's been eye opening for sure. It'll
1: change everything.
0: Are there any patterns that you recognize of yourself that you you are deleting?
2: I am a procrastinator. I like to put the the one thing I'm dreading the most on the back burner when I should really just be getting to it in the beginning so I can get it over with.
0: Have you ever read that, the book Eat the Frog? I have not. Well, you should.
1: Big rocks on the yep. list. Big yep. rocks.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Yep. Talks about moved big rocks first.
0: So now that we know what you read, what's something ordinary that you haven't ever done? For example, Tina's never <laughs> eaten a hamburger before.
1: <laughs> Have you really never eaten a hamburger? No, never changed a baby diaper either. Really? Yeah, I've changed adult diapers, not babies.
0: My gosh.
1: Interesting. Um
0: <laughs> so, fun so facts. sheltered.
2: Man, Take I've never. I don't even know this one. I've ask me if I've done something.
0: Have you ever changed a tire? I have. <gasps> My grandfather told me if you were ever
2: if you're going to drive a car you need to know how to change a tire and I had to do it once.
0: <laughs> wow. Have you ever given CPR? No. That's not I a really didn't. ordinary thing. That's though.
1: not an ordinary thing.
0: No. Um, I've
2: learned how to do it. But no, luckily I haven't.
0: Have you ever Guys, help us out in the yeah. chat. Give us something that you wanna you wanna know if if Leanne has ever done. Well, since we're we're while we're waiting for that, I want to know what is the best or worst advice you've ever given or received.
2: You know, I think when I'm when I transitioned from when my boss, who is now a realtor, and she just recently kind of became one. To um, anyway, she she was transitioning out, retiring, and I was becoming the branch manager, kind of taking over our office. She One of the, one of the things she told me was, fake it till you make it. <laughs> and that's probably the best advice anybody's... I can remember going into closings for the first time when I went from assistant to an escrow officer and just thinking, I mean, I'm talking anxiety through the roof, like thinking... How am I going to go face all these people and talk to them? And it's my favorite. It's the favorite, my favorite part of my job now. I love going in there and talking to people and figuring out what, where, why, you know, I mean, it's crazy how it went from complete, you know, was my most feared thing. And now it's my favorite thing.
0: I've got some great questions for yeah, you. Here. Yeah,
1: we love our audience, by the way, guys. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for all being here. And and give us a little love if you like. Yeah, being hit here. the like
0: button, guys. It's 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 it helps the algorithm. I mean, we we've got a, a, a good a good audience today, but uh, we know that the more you like it, the more people will watch it through the week. So um give us a, a little a little tiki boo there, but I'm gonna start off. Have you ever <laughs> smoked some dank kush? I don't even know what that means. It's just some good weed. <laughs>
2: um, I don't think so.
0: Yes. Good answer. Good answer. I don't uh, know
2: what Dane Cush is.
1: Yeah.
0: Glorious I, I like Gloria's question. I like I think that's the best question, but I wanted to ask the first one anyways. Um, have you ever roped a calf?
1: No. No. <laughs>
2: I saw that one. I was laughing at that one.
0: <laughs> uh, let's ask Gloria's. Go ahead.
1: Have you ever thought of being an investor?
2: no but one of my investors that i work with swears i should come work for him and is trying daily to steal my assistant in a in a fun way but no (laughs) i really haven't i just love titles so much that it's my thing
1: well if any of you guys have good deals that you think leanne should consider buying send them her way yeah i mean my
2: husband does i've kind of turned him on to that side of the deal i'm just like you know i'm so title takes so much of my time that I wouldn't have time to like flip or wholesale houses on the side. So he kind of does that. Or if I have a deal that, you know, is falling through and my, I'll send it to him or so he kind of does that, but not me. I'm a title girl.
0: I like this one. The last one.
1: I like that one too. What do you love about Texas? As much as
2: I, every, I may get some backlash on this. I like the heat. <laughs>
1: The humidity? The
2: is heat. Really? The heat. Yes. I hate the cold. I'm trying to get to the beach, the hottest spot. Like I would take 150 degrees over cold any day. I know there. the The
1: comments are about to start. <laughs> I summer, so Galen, I love your question. That's so good. Um, she is born and raised, born and in, raised Texas. in Texas. Can't you
0: tell? Yes. I mean, I can tell you're born and raised in Texas. Is She's it my rich, accent? You're, no, you 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 present like a Texas girl th- through and through. Oh,
2: okay. What does that and exactly mean?
0: I mean, you just seem like you don't take shit. You know what you're doing. You're confident. Yeah. Um, you, you can prob- change a tire. You can, you can go tire. mudding. You can go mudding. You, you can pro- rope you, a deer. Yeah, you can. You can probably <laughs> fire multiple types of firearms.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. All the things. How many guns yeah. do you have at your house? Um,
2: more than I could count. Yeah. Definitely more than I can count. It, well, I, really, my husband should I say? Yeah, yeah.
0: I love it. Have you ever ridden a mechanical bull?
2: <laughs> I have. Oh, definitely. Who? Yeah, Billy Bob's. Yeah. Uh,
0: have you ever ridden a real Billy bull? I love Billy Bob's. A real what? A bull. A real bull. bull.
2: No horse. Yes, bull. No. That's great. Not that brave. <laughs>
0: Phenomenal. Leanne, you've been a lot of fun. You have been really I, fun. I really, you're probably my favorite guest that we've had. Not, not to say that the ones that we have had aren't amazing. But you're super fun, so it's been well. Thank you so much. Great, I am
2: very grateful to have been on your show and talk to you guys. And like I said, I just love your team. They are phenomenal to work with. So they're they got it together. They know what they're doing. They don't have any of my turn offs. So we communicate well. (laughs) If there's something that's not working for us, that's the biggest thing. Just let's talk about it. So
0: I love it. Again, uh, how should people get a hold of you?
2: um emails the best way um call text my i think you have my number if not it's on our website um i'm always so, probably email honestly sometimes my husband has to email me when he can't reach me on the phone so
0: <laughs> and like I'm at Thomas. so leanne harden at fnf.com remember guys she's going to have data on texas and you're going to want to see that you want to understand is texas Is it appreciating right now? I can give you a little hint. It is. Uh, But you want to know. You want to understand how you can um, read the market so that you know if you need to adjust your offers up so that you can be more competitive. And uh, she's happy to give you that information. Remember, it's a reciprocal relationship. So you want to do business with Leanne at Fidelity national title. She's an incredible person. I, as you have heard today, am using her personally. So I don't recommend people that I don't have a tremendous amount of belief in. So Leanne, thank you for your professionalism. Thank you for being amazing. And I hope that you get a tremendous amount of business from this.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here, Leanne, and thank you everybody for watching. Share with a friend if you love this so they can learn too.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Title Talk, and we'll see you back here in a couple weeks. In fact, the next time Ooh. you're back on Title Talk, I won't be here.
1: He's leaving me for a month.
0: I am. I'm, I'm leaving. And I'm so excited. She's so excited because next week, the title, well. I'm not, excited not you're
1: going week. on a vacation yes. for a month with your family. Yes, yes. Because when you come back, you're going to share all about it.
0: Yes, I'm going to come back much doughier than I am right now because I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna be in uh, Italy, and I'm gonna be eating all the carbs,
1: <gasps> I'm ah, rah, rah, rah. drinking good wine.
0: Maybe, but I'm I definitely gonna it's be in Italy right now. Everybody's in Italy right
1: I, now. I, and we're like six people that are there right now.
0: Well, let let tell them I'm coming and to leave okay. me some spaghetti.
1: Make sure they don't run out of bread.
0: They'll have. Yeah, <laughs> I want all the I want all the marinara sauce.
1: And happy Fourth of July to everyone. We hope you do something fun and safe. But while Jameel's out.
0: Rahima, my sister, is going to be the co-host of Title Talk. So this is going to be a fun, fashion-filled adventure with I'm Dina, so Rahima. Um, you, you'll, be having, you'll be doing it here, I imagine, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the same location. Um, it'll just be – you know what's really funny, guys? Uh, yesterday, Natalie reminded me something about my sister. Um, and when, when Tayla, uh, my little girl, that's, that's Nat's girl. But when, when I first met Taylor, she was two years old. And um, my sister had come to see Natalie. And so Taylor saw my sister in Natalie's kitchen. And she poked Natalie on the thing and she said, Nat, or, Mom, come here. And then her mom went in with her into the room. She says, why is Jamel wearing a wig? <laughs>
1: That's funny. That's
0: really funny. If you know my sister, you'll understand why that's really hilarious because I'm literally just like the male version of her. So if you guys want to see um, Jamil in a wig and Dina uh, in two weeks, tune in to Title Talk. It's going to be a phenomenal show.
1: Your sister is also one of the most stylish women that I've ever met. She is. And, you know, for those of you guys who don't know Braheema, you know, she is their general contractor. And she runs all the construction projects, all the crews. She is... A fierce female leader, and she is a fabulous person. And the first time we have her on, guess what we're going to talk about? Shoes. Something. Shoes, of course. That's every time. Pretty sure that's going to be a topic. But what I'm also excited about is we're going to talk about home warranty. Oh, nice. And when investors should consider it and when they should avoid it. I love that totally something related to title and something related to the construction side and something that I think is totally not talked about.
0: I I'm, I'm excited to watch that from Italy while I'm eating spaghetti. Leanne, <laughs> Leanne uh, one last thing people are asking, where are you physically located? Where's your office?
2: We are in McKinney, Texas,
0: McKinney, Texas guys. Again, We have, Rachel, in
2: our group, we have, I mean, we have several other locations, um, but my particular office is in McKinney.
1: And she can handle any of your files all over the state of Texas, guys. So don't feel like if, you know, you're doing a deal in Houston or Austin that you can't uh, lean into using Leanne as your resource.
2: Absolutely. And we have a great nationwide notary service for, you know, time that we don't have one local. So that's never an issue.
0: Wonderful. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you back in a couple of weeks.
2: Bye.